Welcome to Relationships Unhinged Podcast, where we explore dysfunctional partnerships that became deadly. These stories give a whole new meaning to the term, till death do us part. Welcome to Relationships Unhinged Podcast, episode number 26. Just motoring right along. I know. Before we know, it'll be a 30. It's kind of crazy. Maybe 50. I, I was like, man, imagine 10. I mean, way back when we did like three, we were like, I, we didn't even, 26 wasn't even our sights. We were like, maybe we'll get 10 out of it. I know. That's true. So in our ode to saying goodbye to 2020. <laughs> I, have, I have no problem saying goodbye to 2020. Baby. I have another story from 2020 of course you do yeah and you know always always like to have like a, a point to my story right so there's a point to this one so episode 30 has to be something from 1930 i think that's fair 1920 you mean no 30 why 1930 because it's episode 30 so, oh, oh, oh so you find something from 1930 oh because oh, oh. the oldest one you did so far was 1959 I'm sure that every case from 1930 has been done 7 million times and everyone's going to be like, oh, this one, like, um. Well, they don't have to listen. It's for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So what do you have in store for us today? All right. So today I have a couple for you, Philip Matthew okay. and Marin Joy. They came from India. They mm-hmm. moved to the United States. Um, she was 26 and she was a nurse for COVID patients okay. in a Coral Springs hospital in Florida. He was 34. They were married since... Uh, was this one of those arranged marriages? I'm not sure. It might have been. Okay. I looked everywhere to try to find that. And yeah. incidentally, the only thing I could come up with was a wedding video from their wedding. Okay. In which they looked happy, I guess. I mean, cultures are different. They're not like, you know, they're not extreme there. They're very, you know, reserved there. Yeah. So they looked happy in this video, but this is a long video and... And then one of the reasons I thought this story was interesting, because if you YouTube her name, Marin Joy, M-E-R-I-N, you see her wedding video. Right. And directly under it, you see her funeral video. In the same search? Yes. That's kind of creepy. So weirdly in India, they videotape funerals. What? And there's a three-hour video. There's a three-hour video of her funeral. Her open casket. And people coming up and saying goodbye to her. Oof. Isn't that sad? Yeah. Yeah. So they, in December um, of last year, Mm -hmm. they took a trip to India to visit their families. Um, They had a two-year-old and um, they had already started having trouble like right away as soon as they got married. 2018, they were starting to have trouble. She had already like called the police and they've had like domestic incidents pretty much since they were married. But when they went to India in 2019, um, they had a physical altercation. So she called the police in India. Right. And I'm not sure exactly how things went, but it went to court and um, he, the case got settled and they decided that they were gonna get a divorce. So in, like, in the US? In, in India. Because oh, in okay. India, yeah, the police, you know, basically, apparently he hit her in the face. And, um, you know, the, 
the courts decided, you know, you guys should get a divorce. (laughs) (laughs) So, and that's what she wanted. Right. But in order to like make a better life for her baby girl, um, she left the baby with her parents so that she can kind of establish herself a little bit here by herself. Oh, so she came back to the U.S. So she came back to the U.S. and they came to different places. She went to Coral Springs, Florida. Right. He came back and went to Michigan. Okay. So I'm not... So they both came back to the U.S.? They both came back to the U.S. and they came back different times. He came back before her. She came back after him. And now they're separated this time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and they're planning on getting a divorce. So she had some relatives near Florida, which is why I guess she ended up down there. So on July 19th of 2020... She call, she calls the police in Florida and says, you know, she's had she's going through a difficult divorce. Okay. And she's been getting some threatening texts and she was scared. From him. Yeah. So I think like when the police like got this information, you know, I guess they're thinking, you know, he's in Michigan, you know, all right, you know, noted. Right. You know. Right, right. But she didn't get a restraining order or anything. But I think like they basically were like, All right, we get it. But like, you know, if he comes here, you know, let us know. So the ironic thing I think about this story is the fact that she was she was a nurse that, taking that, care of that's a that's a skip across the pond. That's not you know right right. That's not close. Yeah, no, not it, at all. It's twelve hundred twelve hundred miles. It's, yeah. a, it's a long drive. Yeah. So she she was a nurse for COVID patients. She was working night shift. So on July twenty eighth, she's coming out of her night shift mm-hmm. at the hospital in Coral Springs. It's around seven thirty a.m. Right. Now, witnesses report hearing a woman screaming and then seeing a man attacking a woman. So it turns out he laid in wait at her work for at least 45 minutes, parked behind her car when she got in it, ripped her out of her car, stabbed her repeatedly with a knife that he just bought at Home Depot, and then he ran her over with his car. Jesus like Christ. in front of all the people that were leaving their shift at the hospital. Nobody tried to stop. They did. Well, I mean, they they did. One guy ran up to him, but he like started swinging the knife at him. And then like everyone called the police, clearly. Um, So there's like security park, you know, security parking lot footage. So this poor woman is already at risk with COVID patients as a nurse. And then she gets fucking killed by her husband. That's In the parking lot of hospital. hospital. You like, you nailed it. Like that was like the whole ironic thing about this. That every time she punches into work, you know, she's putting her life at risk. You know, is she going to get Corona? Is she going to get sick? And then she leaves work and gets killed by her fucking husband. In the parking lot. In the parking lot. Yeah, when he's supposed to be in Michigan. Yeah. Jesus So Christ. it turns out he left Michigan and took a nonstop trip to Florida, directly to her work, stopping only at the Home Depot for the night. Jesus Christ. Waited, yeah. Man, then, that wasn't premeditated. Yeah. That's like the definition. Right. Then laid in wait. And now, now here's the ironic thing. You know, we were just talking about the fact that she works at a hospital. Right. Okay. So... Now, procedure of a hospital is if someone gets hurt, like on the par- in the parking lot, you have to call an ambulance. <laughs> All right? No kidding, that's crazy. But the ambulance takes them to the ER. Now, I'm not sure if that's exactly what they did or if they just ran her back in. But she went to the ER, and her wounds were so significant that they had to try to transport her so to another hospital. So he stabbed her, and then he got in his car and drove over. Yes. Multiple times. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. And he, and, and I wonder where the hate came from. I mean, that's like... I mean, he was... I mean, he hates her, but he was already violent towards her. Right. Like, I don't even know what she ever even did to him to make him... He was just a violent asshole. Yeah. And then, you know... And then I guess he didn't you know, like the, rejection. The more episodes we do, the, the less faith I have in humanity. 
I know. This is a good idea. <laughs> you know, it's so bad. You, you it's so bad. You didn't really. You 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 already were skeptical of people. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm just saying. It's, it just makes it ten times worse. So witnesses at the hospital, they claim that they heard her screaming mm-hmm. and that some of them tried to intervene, but he was swinging at them. So they take, you know, they take her to the ER. The ER puts her in an ambulance to send her to another hospital because her wounds are too severe to treat there. See if someone had a concealed carry permit and they were in the parking lot and he was stabbing her. You know what? This is Florida. And so people can, ha- they can have an open or concealed carry. Right. But most people coming off their shift aren't like, just like, hey, <laughs> let me get my gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, most people don't bring their gun to the, to the hospital while they're working. Right. I, I just don't think it's a good idea, especially patients are annoying. <laughs> yeah. It, I'm just saying it would have been, been great to see this guy get leveled in a parking lot by somebody. Yeah. It probably wouldn't make news though. Yeah. Because no, they don't want you to know that guns could save your life. Yeah, that's true. So... Anyway, um, when she got in the ambulance to go to the other hospital, one of the police officers, which was a woman, went into the ambulance with her. Okay. And because they were afraid she wasn't going to make it. So the, the woman police officer said, um, who did this to you? So she specifically said, it, it's my husband, Philip Matthew. And the police officer said, say it again. And she said, it's my husband, Philip Matthew. And then she died. And of course she died because, you know, otherwise it wouldn't be on the show. Right. Because your rule says that they have to die. Right. But the police officer had body cam. Oh, that's good. And so that was like the, the primary evidence, yeah. obviously, against yeah. him. Witness, a witness statement. Yeah. So he fled the scene and he, he was found in a hotel with self-inflicted knife uh, wounds. Yeah, of course. None of which were life-threatening. Oh, he had a knife and other weapons on him. Um, he confessed. He was charged with first-degree murder, and they are planning on seeking the death penalty. Nice. So the hospital staff said that they were aware that she was going through a difficult divorce and that she was scared of him. And you know. So why wouldn't security walk her out? I well because I she she still thought he was in Michigan. So like when she called the police July nineteenth. You know, nine days later is when he showed up at her work. Right. I think like, you know, kind of knowing the procedures of hospitals, what you do is like you report, you know, just so you know, it, I'm going through a bad divorce. If my husband shows up at work, he's not allowed to see me, you know, call the police or we have a restraining order or whatever, whatever the situation is. And then hospital security tends to just know this, you know, mm-hmm. but they don't necessarily escort you unless... You know, you like think you you're in imminent her, danger, right? Like if he lives in the same town and, you know, he's been following her or something. I mean, either way, I guess she has to ask for that. Right. And yeah. he's 100% in Michigan, in Michigan so, yeah. which, you know, he took a one-way trip and and then killed her. And, and that that's another thing. Was it 1,200 miles you said? I think it was 1,200 miles, so yeah. So in, in that 1,200 miles, at no point did he say, you know the, what, this is a bad idea. I think his determination just built and yeah. built because then, he, then, like, he stopped for the knife. Right. Then he just sat, like, so after that long ass trip, which had to be, I'm gonna go with 20, over 20 hours. Yeah. He sat there in the parking lot for 45 minutes waiting for her. Crazy. Then jumped out of his car, was like no calmer than ever. You know, I always like to tell people when they're mad, like, sleep on it. Like, right. <laughs> but like, that's like, you know, sending emails out when you're pissed off. Always, right, right. Always wait a day and then send it the next day. It's always better than it was the first day. I, who gave who that advice? I yeah. wonder. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so 
somebody that was friends with him said that um, basically the reason that he was so enraged was because she told him that she would never see his daughter again and it hurt his heart. And he told police that she was cheating on him. <laughs> Although I didn't see any evidence of that. So they made arrangements to send her body back to India. Okay. And it's funny. I was going to ask you what they're going to do with her. Yeah. So then her funeral was held in India and, te and televised. Right. Like you said, that's nuts. Right. It's nuts. You know, I never wanted an open casket and I never wanted anybody to see my body dead. Like, but like that video specifically just like sealed that deal <laughs> because they have this gorgeous picture of her like next to the casket and right. she's she looks you know happy and glowing and her hair is blowing in the wind and she's wearing a dress and then there's her dead body like right there you know and and you know as bad as it is like you know that the person's not the person like you know yeah, that the know essence why. is sucked out of them like right. you know that like it's their soul's not there right it's just yeah. an empty shell right it's a body so you're really just like looking at like a relic or something i don't even know what you would even call it but yeah. Everything that was her was gone. You would think the last memory you would have would be a good one, like a photograph. Yeah. Not a body. And that's how I always feel when I go to funerals and there's open caskets. I try to avoid the open casket because I want to remember the person like the last time I saw them or, right. or the last time that they were happy or healthy. And I definitely don't want to like remember them dead. Yeah. And I learned this lesson when I was a little kid and I, I saw someone in an open casket and I, I couldn't get, I couldn't remember what they looked like alive anymore. And so, like, ever since then, I've been like, I'm never having an open casket. <laughs> I don't ever want people to see me dead. Yeah, man. You know, I mean, the people that need to, obviously. Right. So, but my family, no. Yeah, like the person doing your autopsy. <laughs> yeah. Or the <laughs> police, God forbid, I'm in one of these stories. Yeah, God forbid. Jesus. Yeah. Man. Well, that's another one for, uh, for the dead book. Yeah. Yeah. So you put your life on the line every day fighting COVID. And then you're getting killed in the parking lot by your husband who's supposed to be in Michigan. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To the, from the, by the person that you married who's supposed to protect you. Right. That didn't work out. Right. Same. 2020's been a fucked up year. Yeah, you ain't kidding. Hey, listen, go on our Instagram page and oh, yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah, take a look at these pictures Subscribe too. Subscribe to our podcast. Send us messages. Anything you want. We want to hear. Yeah, let us know how we're doing. All right. All right, take care. Happy New Year. Thank you.